0: Hello everyone, uh, welcome back. This is the banker next door. I'm your host, jo- Dr. Joe Burquist. Uh, hope everyone had a wonderful Labor Day and getting back to everything this week. I know I have, and things are things are uh, back and kind of fantastic. But uh, today I wanted to talk to everybody about credit cards, and I want to talk about auto loans. So before we get into it, I just wanted to read you a little piece here from an article that I had from the from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Credit card interest rates have hit record highs with the current average rate at 22.16%, up from 16.65% a year ago. The increase adds about $25 a month in interest on an average credit card balance of $5,733, according to TransUnion data. So, That's a very interesting thing there. So obviously we have uh, increased interest rates that are going up, which are obviously adding more and more to people's monthly bills right now, which is not a great thing. Um, Now I wanted to go in, I wanted to show a little economic data here from the FRED, which is the St. Louis uh, Federal Reserve Banks. They have the FRED economic database here. And I just wanted to get in and show the increase in credit cards debt that we can see here on the screen. So we had a low on april 7th 2021 uh credit cards stood at approximately 737 billion dollars for you know this is all u.s credit card debt holders and that has ballooned up to over a trillion dollars to basically you know a little over a trillion dollars as of august 30th 2023 that's a massive um, increase in credit card debt in that you know roughly two two and a half year period of time what does that mean for consumers? Well, that's a whole lot of additional uh, debt on consumers right now. And why is that happening? Like, why is that, why has that debt ballooned over the last couple of years? Well, inflation, inflationary pressures have hit families really hard. Um, The cost of everything has gone up over the last few years, whether it would be, you know, gas at the fuel pump, uh, food at the food store, your everyday basic supplies of, uh, you know, clothing, uh computers praying pretty much anything and then you know services have gone up so you know if you're using an accountant every year if you're using an attorney for anything um anything of that nature anything service related those you know those fees have gone up because you know those companies and those industries have to pass their costs their increased costs onto the consumer as well and it's it's kind of it's and where i'm going to get at here is it this is this is kind of a vicious cycle that, that feeds on itself so we could see here credit card debt has gone up substantially. The interest rates on that credit card debt have gone up substantially, making it, you know, more expensive for the American consumer to carry this credit card debt. So what is happening with auto loans? Well, another article here from the Wall Street Journal basically says that car prices may not be sustainable for car buyers. Now, why is that? So if, you know, if you're willing to spend more than a hundred thousand, uh, you have 32 models to choose from. For the average American, paying off a new car at the current prices demands 42 weeks of income, and that's up from around 33 before the pandemic. Now, here's the interesting thing. Five years ago, there were a dozen models of new cars that sold for less than 20000 So in 2023, there was only one, the Spartan Mitsubishi Mirage Hashback, which accounted for about... 5,000, 5,300 of the 7.7 million new vehicles sold in the US in the first half of the year. So that's not a good thing. I mean, affordable cars have really gone down and much more expensive cars have really come in. Now, again, why a part of part of what's happening here is that, you know, major car companies like Ford and GM, they're putting all of their money into electric vehicles. That's that they're, that's where they're really putting their in in investment these days is going into that realm. Um but there are, there are also some supply chain issues there with with certain microchips that, you know, car companies couldn't get during the pandemic which slowed out their ability to to roll out kind of the existing inventory that they they have on hand. So, but the bottom line here is that the the average the cost of a vehicle to the average consumer is, is going up dramatically. And it's getting to a point where, you know, if you're a single family household or if you're a lower income household, it's 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 gonna basically continue to get hard for you to buy a vehicle and own a vehicle. Um, the price of used cars also went up dramatically during the pandemic as well, uh, which is again, you know, not not helping, you know, what's going on there. Uh, it even says here in the article, you know, prices for used cars are slow, slowly, coming back to earth and inventories are slowly going up, but cars remain expensive. You know, used car dealers nationwide had 32 days of sales worth of cars on hand with an average price of $10,000 or less compared with 55 days of used cars listed at 35,000 and up. So, you know, very interesting, uh, very interesting part there in that article uh but and i would like to also share this too you know but there are signs that the market might already be struggling to sustain itself if consumers rebel against the higher prices sales which so far have been stronger than expected could slow particularly among the pricey vehicles that have been generating most of the industry's profits and consumers who want to trade in their vehicles might be disappointed with the prices they receive so you know, we, so we've got this, you know, auto, we got um, credit card debt going up. We've got we got auto loans becoming increasingly more expensive. So what are some of the ramifications for this? Well, as we could see here from uh, as reported here at S&P Global, credit card delinquencies continue uptick in July. Charge offs are also rising. And we can see from the chart here. That uh, the top, you know, top six credit card issuers have all seen, you know, an increase over the last year in credit card delinquency. I I would say nothing, you know, nothing catastrophic here, nothing major. Um, But they, you know, but they are seeing, they are seeing the, the delinquency is rising, the charge offs are rising. Uh, and then let's take a look at auto loans. So we could see here also also from S&P Global's reporting, uh, U.S. bank auto loan delinquency ratio rises year over year for the sixth straight quarter. So if I can read from this for a minute. So the auto loan delinquency ratio at U.S. banks rose 22 basis points year over year to 2.7% during the three months to June 30th, according to S&P Global Market Intelligence data the ratio rose from 2.18% a year earlier and was higher than the 2.52% reported in the first quarter of 2023 the data shows it was also the sixth consecutive quarter when the ratio was higher than the same period a year ago with an auto loan delinquency rate of 10.91% so we have here you know so again you can see here and and, and again i apologize you know to the uh, podcast audience uh, out there you know we're looking at a chart here of auto loan delinquency and we can see that uh, the delinquency is going up, but also interestingly, the number of auto loans is is going down. Uh, you know, banks obviously tightening tightening their credit standards here a little bit uh, from you know some of the nation's largest auto lenders. Um, so we can see here in this next chart below, you know, auto loans at U.S. banks, and you can see here by the yellow graph that the the number of total auto loans is is beginning to go down uh, gross auto loans and leases also going down, uh, versus, you know, the total, uh, auto loans that are in the, the green bar right there. So, so what is it, you know, so what does this mean? Well, you know, for, from a banker's perspective, from a banker, you know, in terms of the trends that you're, you're following, you know, what you want to do is you want to look at, well, what, you know, what is happening? And in other words, delinquency goes in a domino effect. Like, in, uh, in in other words, you go from credit card debt to auto loans to student loans to mortgages. That's usually the the dominoes in which it in which it drops. So, you, you, you know, as a as a banker, you want to spend a lot of time looking at, you know, where where are these different markets at? Uh, what's happening with credit cards? What's happening with auto loans, debts? And I would point out with student loan debt, right now what you know what's going on there well you haven't had payments for the last three years for student loan debt and now the interest on those debts is kicked back in as of september 1st and then the loan payments on those student loan debts are going to kick in here in october so your those those student loan payments are kicking back in at a time when you have very high credit card debt you have very expensive auto loans and now you've got now you're going to have a very expensive student loan debt bill to pay at the same time. That's an awful lot for the American consumer to take on right now at this moment. Um, And, you know, mortgages right now, uh, you know, you've got, you know, you got mortgage rates at, at a, you know, 20 year high right now, making it, you know, making the purchase of new homes very expensive. So we're just, again, this is all things that we just need to keep an eye on uh, to see how things play out but I would not be surprised to see, you know, credit card debt, either the the delinquency start to go up or, you know, or, or people start to begin to try to pay down their credit card debt to try to deal with some of these, these bills. The the question is, I think, and it's, I think it's a legitimate question is, is the American consumer going to begin to kind of peter out here a little bit? Are they going to be into, are they running out of roadway? Uh, Do they get to a point where they're just taxed out? They just can't, they just can't, Purchase anymore because of the inflationary pressures, which are which are really hitting them, you know, really hitting them in the wallet right now. So that's kind of an update right now on credit card debt and auto loans. Things we're going to keep an eye on as we go forward. Uh, I'll be sure to update everyone as, as we get more data and more information there. Keep an eye out here for. Um, i got a couple episodes uh, coming up here shortly. I'm going to do do a banking update. I'm going to we're, we're going to have another episode on deposits here. We're going to be talking about some things. Um, what else are we going to get into? We're going to t- give a little bit of update on mergers and acquisitions. We're going to talk a little bit about commercial real estate. Um, and then, uh, and then I've, I've got something from a bank director just released their, uh, their rankings, their annual rankings for best banks in the country. So I'm going to do a little episode on that, talking about that. And then we're also going to hit, uh, yield curve and what that means for the economy right now and going forward. And, um, and then I definitely wanna hit interest rates as well. So we'll get into all that. So I would uh, ask everyone, please uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, you can find this podcast on YouTube, on Rumble, and uh, now out on all major uh, podcast platforms. So so please please give me a like, please give me a subscribe. And then also if there's anything that, any particular topics you would like me to cover, uh, finance, banking, economics, uh, you know, technology related topics that you'd like me to cover, please leave a comment in the box and and also to ask you to hey if you like what you're seeing please please share uh please share that please share this on other other platforms you may have and uh I'll, i'll see everybody again real soon thanks a lot